You are listening to Original Remake. This is a podcast where we discuss and compare original film and its remake. Or sometimes films with similar concepts, because just like Hollywood, we are that unoriginal. So this being a movie podcast, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Welcome back to another episode of Original Remake and kicking off, well, not quite summer yet, but getting there. We're going to look at uh, some, I don't know, wedding-themed movies. Uh, with this episode, we are covering uh, Bride Wars, both the American original movie and also a Chinese remake. And joining me, his hair isn't blue, uh, is my bass player, I guess, or maybe wedding planner of sorts. I guess it depends on the wedding planner. Uh, I don't know. By the end <laughs> of the month, uh, I'll choose which wedding planner or which version I would like to be. Uh, probably not the character in uh, Bride Wars, because that's where the fuck up happens, I guess, is in, in the planning movies. stage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, uh, well, is it though? I mean, is it the actual wedding planner or was it like her, was it her assistant or something? Don't be a company man, Peter. This falls on the boss. You know, it, it's <laughs> on Murphy Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Murphy Brown. Uh, that is one thing I think we're going to get into as far as the plot mechanics of this. Uh, my wife only watched the original with me with uh, Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson and had a huge issue with that being pretty much the, the entire reason for the movie to happen, uh, yeah. how it goes down. Uh, she did not watch the remake, but I'll do a slight spoiler for that one. I think they handle at least that one plot device slightly better in the remake than they do in the original. Sure. And a little refresher for those that uh, maybe have not seen it for a while. Uh, Bride Wars came out in, uh, I believe it was 2009. Uh, stars Kate Hudson and Anne Hathaway as besties Liv and Emma, who have kind of grown up to, well, they plan for a perfect wedding to use the same venue. But uh, as as it happens, a clerical mistake uh kind of sets the date for their weddings on the same day and later on throughout the movie they start to sabotage each other's plans uh becoming frenemies and ultimately uh, make it up at the end and uh that's the movie <laughs> there, there's some know. other Did some I? other some other issues uh i guess involved uh, mainly with the original one um uh, I know neither one of these films is well liked. So <laughs> I thought it was funny <laughs> that you were like, in case you don't remember from all those times you watched Bride Wars, I'm assuming most people listening to this are like, uh, never going to watch that. So just go ahead and tell me what happens. The remake, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce the characters' names. I actually have IMDb up, and they don't even bother to list the characters' names on oh, IMDb wow. yeah. for the, the remake version. So this one is the uh, the Chinese uh, remake. Um Stealing, I guess, the best and brightest properties from America to remake Bride Wars. Um, and the uh, one of the actresses' names is, uh, is Angela Baby. Did yeah. You see this? I think that's her stage name. I think she's like a, a model of some sort. Um, her English name is Angela, and Baby is a nickname. And so she just combined it. Um, yeah, so that's what she, she goes by. Nini is the other one. As, and uh, as Ma Li and He, he Jing is okay. Maybe, I'm yeah. glad you had the character names uh, written down because I'm looking at IMDb. <laughs> to me, I was just it's, looking it's at this as like, yeah, you I get, was you like, uh, which one is Kate Hudson? Which one is Anne Hathaway? So, in my mind, when I was watching it, I was like, okay, that one's playing Kate Hudson, that one's playing Anne Hathaway. Uh, and they do kind of stick to that, at least the, the personality types. Uh, I guess Kate Hudson is the uh, 
more aggressive of the two. Maybe the uh, I guess the, the the alpha and their little little pack, and then uh, in the original, uh, the Anne Hathaway, and as we've seen the remake, is the nicer one, one that sort of placates, uh, is sort of the quiet one. Angela uh, Baby, I, I think, is that one. The He Jing. I had a hard time keeping their names. You know, kind of. I'm trying to remember which is which, so I just kind of remember them by their faces. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the uh, the biggest issue I have uh, with the remake because I, I know when the first film came out, it was seen as very uh, anti-feminist, um, which I don't necessarily agree with because as I was watching it, I was like, you know, this is you see a lot of movies where men are screwing with each other and really going over the top just to like get back at each other, like like something like Meet the Parents, for instance. Like Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro are absurd as far as what they're trying to do just to get like one up on each other. Uh, so I didn't necessarily have an issue with the the, the vengeance. Uh, the biggest issue I have with the the remake, and I, I wonder if you feel the same as man, do they bring up the breast size of one of these young women a lot? Like it is thrown in the other one's face like constantly, and that's not <laughs> that's not present in the original. But I was like, okay, may maybe I am seeing some of the criticism of this property, but that comes in the uh, the Chinese version. Yeah, I think the Chinese version. The the thing is, it culturally is different. I mean, they throw in like a TV game, uh, game show, you know, as well, which threw me off because I, I haven't seen either movies, right? So both movies are a first time watch for me. Uh, Bright Wars, I, I don't remember why I never watched it because I do enjoy rom-coms. I do enjoy Kate Hudson. Anne Hathaway is a, a great actress. I wonder if, you know, this came out like a, around the same time as like the boom of the reality shows, Bridezilla mm. and all of these yeah, things. Yeah. I feel like I might have had a bit of a fatigue from watching stuff like that. So I actually had no idea what this movie was about. I didn't know they were BFFs. I thought it was like two brides. Um, possibly, you know, having their wedding at the same place at the same time. And, you know, I just never put any thought into it. And my, uh, I, I don't, I don't even know if my wife has seen it. So what I did was I actually watched the remake first just to kind of make it interesting. So when I watched the original and realized there was no game show, I was like, Oh, okay. I, I almost thought that maybe they both, uh, or maybe the remake had taken the the idea of like best friends feuding, you know, because of the, the the mistake. But I thought they were actually gonna make it a lot different. I thought it was gonna be like a like a just we took the the idea of it, the concept, and so. But surprisingly, of a lot of very similar beats. Kate Hudson even serves as producer on the remake. Yeah, the game show thing is a weird uh, entry point to the remake uh, because they don't. They don't really come back to it in any way that uh, I think adds anything to it. I mean, it's basically just uh, here's here's the plot. Here's the exposition of how we got to this point. Uh, the original does that uh, sort of in similar fashion. As you said, these are two women who have uh, grown up as best friends and have always dreamed of their their, their wedding day uh, having it at the same place. Like, And that's, that's the same in both – both versions. It's the same venue, and that's what's going to cause the feud. Not just the fact that it's the same day, but they want pretty much the exact same setup. Right. Um, and that is just not uh, realistic. So uh, let's let's get to that that point. And that's that's the issue my wife had with the the original concept here is, um, you know, for these characters uh, who who want to have this perfect wedding and they're doing it 
together, um, going to this like super wedding planner, Murphy Brown, as you said, <laughs> <laughs> like something St. Clair rather. There's a, um, there's a third, uh, bride to be that comes in and she ends up getting one of their, their dates. So they're left to fight over the other one. Um, she she thought her criticism was she thought that if Murphy Brown was you know hot shit or professional that she would have gone out of her way to make sure that these two women got their two dates and she thought it would have been the third bride that would have been bumped like if if there was some mistake made now obviously you don't have a movie there with two best friends feuding because if it's just some third random person. Uh, that turns the movie maybe less funny. Maybe it turns into some sort of like single white female stalker thing. If you have a stranger yeah. trying to sabotage, yeah. But that was that was a big issue. Do you just sort of roll your eyes and just, oh, I guess just roll with it as far as the movie when it comes to this? Because that was something my wife just sort of shook her head at. She never really got invested in the movie again because she thought that was that was just unbelievable that this wedding planner would allow this to happen in this way. That is a really good point, and I didn't even think about that, but I did wonder, like, what, why couldn't they uh, shuffle some things around? I mean, because mistakes do, unfortunately, happen all the time. And so, yeah, I did question, like, I, I feel there's something that could have been done, but I didn't even think, like, oh, the third bride, but you're right. I, I think that's, yeah, we wouldn't have a movie, obviously, if... uh if it was that easily fixable. But yeah, I, I like the fact that you use the word like Murphy Brown as being hot shit because the way she comes off, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, really? You know, it, I, I don't know. I, I felt she kind of played a little vulnerable as if she wasn't hot shit. Like, this is such a big mark on her uh, track record now. You know, certainly for the rest of the movie, too, with the way the I mean, she is scared of both of these women. Um, <laughs> Bridezilla. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I guess rightfully so, seeing like what they're attempting to do to one another and they're they've grown up best friends. Uh, that was the uh, the point that I I do give to the, the remake. Um, it may be the the only point. I don't know. I, I think this is, as you said, maybe it's just a cultural thing. They're very similar movies, really. So I yeah. guess if you find one pair of women more engaging than the other you'll like it or maybe you like the way they handle the revenge which is very similar you have like a uh i guess it's not a tanning thing in the remake but it's <laughs> like uh i don't know like a makeup mishap or something um you, you have the hair trying to sabotage their hair for their wedding day that happens uh you even have the uh sort of the ultimate thing which is like a video being played uh, as the bride is walking down, which is like a throwback to like their spring break sort of crazy days. Yeah. So very embarrassing families. I still never really understood that plot point in either film, why there was a video playing as the bride enters. Yeah. Uh, have you been to a wedding like that? I, I, no. I understand videos playing maybe before the ceremony or after the reception, but right. I don't understand as she's walking down the aisle, why you would want to divert their attention to a screen somewhere on the wall. It, it must be a Murphy Brown thing. I, I don't know. It, it caught on in China, uh, apparently. I, you know, you, that's a great point. I because when the bride is walking down the aisle, the focus is to be on her, not on the damn right. video. Right. Um, very interesting. I, in your experience, have you uh, been a part of a wedding with a bridezilla? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just just one or no, wait. Where, was it your wedding? Uh, <laughs> I would, I wouldn't, I would never go on record saying that. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but me neither. Of I'm, 
Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just I'll be totally honest here. Since I'm uh, me, and you you know me, and uh, how I am as far as like getting my podcast out on time or scheduling or anything, or just like suddenly just feeling very lazy. Um, now my wife pretty much uh, hauled me over the goal line pretty much entirely. So I, I just have to fall forward. Is all I was asked to do, just fall forward. Um, so no, not at all actually. But I have been a part of at least two um that i saw and i'm just i'm just in the the you know i'm one of the groomsmen i just so i'm just on the still on the outskirts a little bit but i did have thoughts during those two weddings like that poor bastard <laughs> like i was the godspeed i was the best man for my best friend's wedding and i i had never seen his wife act so short with everybody uh, especially while we were uh, getting pictures taken um uh, there was some snapping going on and i was i was taking it back I, I got a little scared i'm not gonna lie it it becomes the scary, all consuming thing, which I understand that you're putting on a huge oh, production. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, that that's my rebuttal to some of the criticism, saying this is anti-feminist because I, as I said, I've I mentioned other films where um, there's even like a more serious, like a dramatic one, like uh, Changing Lanes with Sam Jackson and Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, the where it's like road rage. two people. Yeah strangers feuding all day and doing terrible things to one another and i you know i don't have an issue with that i don't expect that <laughs> you you didn't have an issue when ben stiller or ben stiller ben affleck uh loosened the lug nuts on oh no uh i'm saying they're the they're horrible people but oh. i'm saying i don't have an issue with those type of movies because i don't think like wow every person on the uh road commuting to work must be just like this i so i've I, to answer your question i've been in weddings where uh, the bride has been fairly laid back but then, then there are certain people that yes, this is this is the thing for that that year, and uh, no one's going to mess up their day. So I I did buy these characters, the Kate Hudson and Hathaway. I definitely have known at least a couple people that were very much like that when it came to their their wedding day. I think there was a little bit of pressure off for us since ours was a destination wedding, so we we did have a wedding planner. I think most of the issues kind of came afterwards, trying to get everything turned in and and all that like before flying back out yeah yeah so yeah yeah, not too bad uh destination wedding i I don't want to say is the way to go but i think it alleviates a lot of issues you know you just pick a place hire a wedding planner that will take care of everything you just say what you want um we had ours in hawaii and we asked for a harpist you know to play the uh, traditional wedding music don't get that on the beach, okay? Because you can't hear it. There's <laughs> mm, a waste, huh? You, you hear the waves. Money. The waves and, <laughs> and the other people uh, that are enjoying their time on the public beach and, and watching from afar. Mm. Should have gone for like a, a Mad Max like bass player with the flame <laughs> shooting out. At the very least, you can I see like something. That. Yeah, 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 yeah there you go. I, I think, uh, well, I, I hope there's no next time, but uh, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind if anyone ever is asking for suggestions. You could, you could you know, renew your vows or something, do it, and uh, put on a little show. Maybe um, an uh, electric harpist that uh, shoots out flames. How about that? That sounds pretty badass. <laughs> I, I want to be there. I'm RSVP right. now. Very good. Um, so, you know, I had an issue, my wife had an issue with the setup of the original. Uh, I like the remake setup better. Uh, even though it's very similar, the exact nature of it is a little bit more understandable because... Uh, one of them, and I believe it's, it's the richer, uh, young lady, right? Or the one who has grown up wealthier is now marrying a man, uh, sort of in an old fashioned sense, I guess, beneath her station a little Uh bit. He's a, he's a hustler. Like there's a sequence in the park where he's revealed to be, uh, 
was he a panda mascot that is like being punched or kicked for money or something? Yeah, I it was horrible. It was weird. It was weird <laughs> yeah. and horrible. You know, because he, I guess it's a thing. You know, I, I perhaps people do that for you know instead of panhandling, you're you know kind of putting yourself out there and say, hey, they're you a know, clown. Yeah, Some sort of clown. yeah, yeah. You, you are paying to do whatever it is to me. So like one girl shouts at him and is all like, ah, oh, I just broke up with a guy and like takes it out on him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really weird. And so I don't know. What do you think the point of that was? Was it because he, I, I don't, I didn't get it, honestly. I mean, when it comes to uh, watching, you know, foreign films and in particular for this show where you're just seeing them handle the same storyline but there are those small gags that seem like they're on a completely different planet. The only way I could wrap my head around it was like, okay, this is uh, she's marrying a young Johnny Knoxville. This is a guy. <laughs> maybe eventually uh, he'll get his shit together. But it, I, I felt like it's just there to prove that he's willing to do anything, uh, even sort of shame himself to give her, you know, the day she wants. Um, I, I think they were going for a sweet moment, but it was very—it was just sort of off-putting to see this guy being abused in public. Uh, because who are these strange people that are, are doing these things to another human being? Ran, I feel like you know he maybe put something out on a Chinese Craigslist. <laughs> you know, <laughs> meet me out at the park and a uh, hundred whatever it is. It, it right. maybe equates to like twenty bucks. I don't know. And you just do whatever. Yeah, they're kicking and screaming and all types of stuff. He's really taking the abuse. Um, so there's financial problems with that couple that yeah. she's not used to, and that sure. comes up. Um, and so the the setup in this one is that I guess she can't afford the uh, sort of the down payment to like hold. Uh, the wedding date uh, with their their version of Murphy Brown, and so the friend uh, jumps in and swipes her credit card, um, and so then that becomes the sticking point as far as when that becomes the only day that is available because they lose their date, just like the original film. Uh, you know, one young lady it was for her that was her day, but the other friend has actually paid for it. I actually that one I feel like I was like oh that's a lot cleaner I understand the dispute there because they both have an argument saying that's my date like I want it I want that venue on that day yeah uh, it was for me but the other one technically you know it was her card being swiped for it and she signed for it so uh, I felt like that was handled a lot better it was a, <laughs> for you know all the crazy like uh, abusing a man in a panda suit in the game show opening some of the stuff felt more realistic in the remake to me than in the original. And I, I did appreciate the remake for that. Uh, I would probably never watch the remake again. Um, no. I, you, you know, I I go eat at um, Korean barbecue very often, and there they always play, like, K-pop music videos. It's I, I have K-pop fatigue. So when I was watching <laughs> this movie, uh, you know, I'm not very familiar with the Chinese culture, but that sequence where they're dancing and stuff, it kind of, took me back to like k-pop music and i just kind of rolled my eyes so the the thing that i did kind of like this and i i feel like it's a cultural thing i i feel like maybe they are more um into like the happy ending kind of thing because what i didn't know was that the whole was it fletcher you know in in the original where they actually they break up star lord they they, yeah yeah peter quill he they call off their wedding and um, that doesn't happen in in the in the remake. You know, it's a happy ending, and they. What, what did you think about that? Because I, I didn't care for it, really that 
that uh, yeah, I felt like the wedding day was bad enough for poor Anne Hathaway that she also had to, I guess, be a runaway bride as well after yeah. having a ruined wedding. Um, I felt like that was also a very American thing that uh, they were afraid audiences w- could never get over the fact that her wedding day had been ruined by that you know spring break video and fighting her best friend in front of all their family and friends, uh, tackling her as she's walking down the aisle. That it's like they were saying like, oh, it doesn't matter. We're going to punt this one. This isn't actually going to be her real wedding day because she's not even going to marry this guy. She's going to marry Kate Hudson's brother who's been hanging around uh, throughout the film. And me and my wife were talking about it. I didn't even know. I, I didn't even get that they were like going to be a thing until there's this awkward sequence where he's putting on his tux to be in his sister's wedding and they meet and he's talking about what a beautiful bride she'll be. And there's like this longing look between the two of them. And I was like, wait a minute, is something going on here? Like I felt that came out of nowhere that poor star Lord was just going to be thrown over at the end of the movie. It, it seemed like a just totally normal dude. He had a great proposal speech. You yeah. know, I thought it, I don't know. It was a weird curveball at the end. And I don't know, you know, it's funny. You said you'll never rewatch the remake again. And as I was watching them, I felt like I was enjoying the original more. But almost everything they do plot-wise, I like better in the remake because yeah. they don't throw in that bullshit at the end. Those right. those two guys are are good guys, and everybody's happy at the end. They settle it, and they, they both get to have a wedding day together, but not so in the original. I, I agree with you, but I will still not watch the remake again. Like It, it, it does some <laughs> things a little bit better. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just um, – I think it's the style uh, of the remake you know, and, and the whole game show thing. The sense of humor is a little bit – much yeah loud in your face it it really is you know uh perhaps circa like 1990s uh mtv you know just very loud yeah 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 so but uh you're right i i think the whole uh fletcher that that three that triangle i guess if you want to call it 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 wasn't earned you know that's something that we've discussed on on the show like so i didn't feel that was earned and i i feel also the reasoning behind that I I didn't buy it. He, you know, she's like, you you know, you fell in love with the or what was it? Uh, the person she's not the person she was ten years ago, right? She she has changed. Well, people change. That's life. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't seem to have many complaints. It felt like either they left a lot of deleted scenes. Like the complaints he had were basically like, hey, don't you think you need to simmer down a little bit on this? Uh, vengeance tour you are on with your best friend and maybe you all should talk it out that doesn't seem like a man that's like really unhappy in his relationship it seems like he's actually trying to better the situation saying like you know what you all should just this has gone too far maybe we can work this out in a different way and make everyone happy uh i don't know i i also think that if this had come out you know, later or closer to Guardians of the Galaxy, there's no way they throw Chris Pratt over at the end. I I think this is back in like Parks and Rec's days where it's like he's he's not leading man material. Right. I yeah. take offense on Mr. Pratt's behalf. Yeah. How dare they? He, he showed them. He wouldn't be Pratt falling in this movie. Uh, oh, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I the the reason I um I say that I wouldn't watch the remake again is because I I wouldn't want to just kind of uh want to watch the original on my own. I I think if my wife was probably channel surfing and decides to throw it on, I'm probably gonna sit there and watch it with her. But I'm not gonna go out and actively seek either of these movies. Really, I didn't have a whole lot of fun, and 
one thing the original does is they kind of end it with a tease for a possible sequel, Pregnancy Wars. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's going to lead us into our, our next episode, really, because it's something that uh, my wife brought up as we were watching uh, Father of the Bride, the Steve Martin version. Uh, which will be our, our next episode for our listeners as we continue our, our wedding month for June. And uh, she was like, oh, yeah, the sequel. They like they because I was complaining about like the the little kid, little Kieran Culkin. I was oh, like, the age difference between his kids doesn't make any sense to me. Like, good Lord, like grown woman getting married. And then you got this little Culkin kid like skulking. Uh, and she was like, well, wait till you get to part two because, you know, both the mother and the daughter get pregnant same time and that's what um, i was gonna say i've never seen the the sequel but i i know that that happens and i always question stuff like that you know when it's like an older couple and you know i i know it happens but i don't think it happens as often you know uh i I feel after 40 45 you know maybe (laughs) you you don't have kids my wife working in the medical field is like that's very dangerous that's not (laughs) yeah that is not uh not a healthy for a uh, woman of that age. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to be seeing the uh, Bride Wars 2 where both are, you know, giving birth on the same day. I don't even know what they would feud over, though, at that point. What would the hospital room they want? Baby, the doctor? baby shower? You know, maybe they're planning it, a baby shower. You know, I feel <laughs> like, uh, you know, once they get to the big day of the actual, you know, Labor Day there, I uh, I don't think they're going to care at that point. I think they're they're going to have their... <laughs> their eye on the ball there as far as giving birth. So that, that is a weird, that was a weird ending. Uh, it's a joke that doesn't land. Uh, it goes back to that, that my hatred for them, like just offing Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> and that it, it cuts to Brian Greenberg. And the only thing I, I know of this guy, he was on an HBO series for one season. They got canceled. Yeah. How to make it in America. Apparently he was in friends with benefits. Do you remember him? We covered that one. Friends with, Oh, uh, which one was that one? Wait, he's the guy that tries to sneak out on uh, Kunis. Was he, was uh, he, was he, the doctor? She goes to get like bagels or coffee. Yeah, he's the one that was he the standing one in the park. Standing in the park, sleeping yeah. with his eyes open. Really? I'm that's looking at his picture. D- that's who Star Lord got cut yeah. out for. Was that guy? So uh, yeah, they're not to pick on Mr. Greenberg. He was funny. Pa- well, their careers have gone in kind of different directions there. So, sure. Uh, I, di- I didn't like that, uh, you know, once they, I guess, hug it out at one of their receptions, Kate Hudson, who actually does get married. Um, and good for her. I liked her character that even after all the embarrassing stuff in front of their friends and family, that she still goes through with it. She still has her wedding day. They cut, they jump in time to, to uh, Anne Hathaway coming back from her what, honeymoon with Kate Hudson's brother. Mm hmm. You talk about a forced happy ending. The uh, yet again, the remake just does it better. They just start like they just basically go to like the party. They just go skip ahead to the reception. They're like they call a draw on their their feud, and then they just start dancing and roll credits. See, that's just it. I think they sat down while the, developing the um, the the remake, and it's like, all right, we like this part, but let's make this so it makes more sense to our audience. But just again, <laughs> or any audience, yeah, sure. Especially Mike Denniston <laughs> from original remake, who's just yeah, going to harp on these plot sure. points. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think the the remake also uh, didn't do well uh, in the box office and stuff too. But uh, you know, if they want to do a Bride Wars too, let's call it uh, Groom Wars. Yeah, how about that? Let's make that. I think that's more a likely sequel than a uh, yeah, pregnancy. Yeah, well, it would be preferable for me because I, I hate children, as you well know, and listeners do. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah, so who would your – if you had to watch a movie with two 
feuding grooms, who would it be? Ooh, uh, you, you know what? What what if uh, let, let's kind of let, let's do a mix of franchises here uh, or universes, I, I guess. So it'd be in the same universe as uh, Bride Wars because that's that's how you do it, right? You do yeah, Bride Wars too, but then it's it's grooms. And uh, let's let's take uh, Vince Vaughn and um, Owen Wilson from Wedding Crashers, who actually end up getting married now. Stole my idea, you son of a bitch! Really? Because uh, no as, as I was watching this, you know, because we we watched uh, Bride Wars and then The Father of the Brides, and I was like, man, I'm in the mood to watch Wedding Crashers again. And I was like, <laughs> please tell me there's like a an Indian remake of Wedding Crashers, just so we can do it for the show. Uh, it just got me in the mood. And then I was thinking, I was like, you know, that would make a great Groom Wars of those two. That would be a natural Wedding Crashers sequel. So uh, I, I'm now gonna have to furiously click around and find another pairing. So we'll. Uh, Let's see what I can come up with, but um, that you know, I, I was reading uh, like an oral history of the first Wedding Crashers, uh, and they said that yeah, the sequel looks like it is coming though. That it Interesting. Is, they've come up with an idea for it, and it is a, it's in the works. So, um, doesn't look like there's a remake. No, I, I failed in in that regard for sure. But there is a uh, the creators of the film made a reality TV version called the Real Wedding Crashers. That sounds, uh, you know, I don't know if we sounds need terrible. to double down <laughs> on the uh, reality uh, television bride stuff that uh, the Chinese remake touched on. Uh, I'm sorry, I have a wedding to attend that day, so you can find a guest. <laughs> uh, and I hate weddings, and I still would probably choose to do to go to one instead. Um, you know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to top you. I'm going to give you three grooms. We're not even going to have two for you, and we're going to go three. Okay. So since you you stole, like the scoundrel you are, my <laughs> Wedding Crashers Groom Wars idea, I'm going to go with, uh, we're going to stay in the Bride Wars universe, and I'm going to give Chris Pratt um, his his day. So that same character is going to marry someone else. Um, and he's going to be feuding with, naturally, of course, this is going to be very high budget. <laughs> um, the other two Chris's uh, from the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we're gonna have Chris Evans and Hemsworth. And we're gonna Damn. have like a Marvel battled out Groom Wars, uh, and of course they actually fight, you know, with their weapons of choice, a shield, a hammer, what have you. Um, I think that one could do well if you know if Marvel wants to go like with a a wedding comedy, work it in somehow. Would you have? Uh, can can we get Stan Lee as the priest? I mean, he has to make a cameo of some sort. Sure. Yeah, I just assume Maybe, the way it's going with him, be the he would be, he would. Well, he I think he would just have a, a short. He would be the guy like hitting on the uh, bridesmaids at the reception. That's why I think they would have a quick glimpse of him doing that. Um, I don't know who the uh, the pairings would be there. Um, I obviously could throw Natalie Portman in for the the Thor connection, um, or not. <laughs> wow, a little <laughs> hatred for Natalie Portman there, huh? Who you know who I want to see? Um, just because I have the Wedding Crashers page up, uh, I would like to see. Uh, is it Isla or Isla Fisher? Isla Fisher. Yeah, yep. I love her. I, I would like to see more of her. She uh, was probably the best part of Wedding Crashers. That oh, that absolutely. Character. Wasn't um, that also her on the Confessions of a Shopaholic or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, she, I think she's great. I think she's really good, Mrs. Borat. Sure, why not? Okay, I'll put her in uh, as one of the, one of the. Uh, the I know you like redheads, here. so I, uh, you know, I can do that. We can throw Chastain, throw Stone in there. Hey, there, there we go. We have a movie. 
<laughs> All right. Very small budget, of course. Very so, small. So, uh, independent yeah, movie. I think that'll do it for uh, for this episode. So, uh, where can people find you, Peter? Because I know well, you want to get out there. You've not shouted out one of your other episodes yet. That is kind of crazy. You know, I, I think we've been so wrapped up in these, uh, w- you know, wedding plans, uh, right. you know, with these movies. So I've been been a little busy. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I've done anything wedding related on my show. So I didn't have an opportunity uh, to kind of throw it in. But, you know, we were on a bit of a break. Uh, you know, obviously you've been moving. I don't think the interwebs knows about that. So, you know, you kind of been in between houses and such. Uh, for right. me. I do try to hide my location from yeah. my fans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried finding you on the, on the iPhone, you know, like find, you know, thing and I couldn't, you, you didn't pop up. You know, kind of like uh, in the park. You know, you didn't pop up in the park in the remake. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought yeah, that was interesting. Exactly. But, you know, um, I have recently been covering the YouTube Red uh, exclusive series, which has become a very big hit, uh, Cobra Kai. So, um, you know, you can find me on Podstalgic, uh, you know, which is my main show, Instagram and Twitter. But we have a, um account for that Cobra Kai on Twitter as well, Cobra Kai Pod. If you guys want to follow that, you know, Tom and I will be covered each episode individually. And we have we have five interviews recorded at this point and three of them are live. So uh, check that out if you are a Karate Kid fan, uh, which possibly is a teaser for a future episode. Who knows, you know, uh, but where can they find you, Mike? I was like you. I was kind of struggling to think of if I've covered any specific wedding movies. And the only one I have is an episode on my hard drive that's not released. But you know what? I'm going to pimp it out anyway. So what I'm going to suggest is go to the War Machine vs. War Horse feed and just keep refreshing it and downloading everything until that episode comes out. But we, me and Hiro of True Bromance Film Podcast covered uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. Um, and we did a theme on Sabotage, which – Fits certainly with these two films. Um, in that case, uh, is the obviously someone not participating in the wedding, Julia Roberts, at the sort of the height of her movie star powers in what '97. So that was kind of fun to revisit. Uh, a little bit more fun than Bride Wars. So I apologize to our listeners of this episode, uh, but you can find uh, that show uh, and pretty much everything I do on Twitter at uh, War Machine Horse. As for this show, we are at uh, Original Remake. And I think uh, that's probably about it, right? We already kind of teased a couple of things. We got Father of the Bride coming up and Karate Kid, yeah, probably yeah. next month. Yep, there we go. Um, and you know, just to throw something out on my show, uh, I I don't th- I can't remember the last I, I don't remember the last uh, comedy romance I, I I did on it. But currently, at the time of this recording, my son, who will be graduating very very soon uh, from high school, he uh, he. Is on. He's back on the show for now. We're going through the Indiana Jones trilogy. At this rate, I don't think we're gonna hit the fourth movie uh, because I'm gonna spoil right, it a best. little bit. He uh, he's not a fan of, the, of these two movies so far. The first two that we've done. Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's uh he. I, I think it's a little dated for him. You know, in terms of the the making of the films. You know, I, I think if it was made a little bit later on maybe started in the late 80s into the 90s i think maybe he would have enjoyed it more i i think he he's a little he's a little bored so uh there's the uh, father of the year leading into our father of the bride episode trying to get his son a lot of hate online for hating on indiana jones mm. so check that out i mean it is really interesting to to hear what he has to say he's just he's not into these movies so far 
He loves well, National Treasure. Do not uh, give out your son's location uh, like you try to give out mine. Because, yeah, they'll have to go uh, through me first. Yeah, well, uh, I will stand apart and I'll just watch <laughs> the weird sort of podcast wars. Uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe if you get to episode four, they'll be ready for hate. You know, if you get to that last one, because there's not a lot of love there. Well, my um, my concern is maybe that he might enjoy that fourth one because just because don't it was made more it. recently. Yeah, yeah, right. You just keep that one or lock and key. No. So, um, yep, that's gonna do it. Uh, we have a uh, we have a big two hundred episode coming up soon too, which he'll also join in on. If anyone likes Tom Hanks, our plan is to do big for the wait for it, big two hundred. Just all over the. the, the <laughs> <laughs> the dad humor day, Peter, just all over it. You, you just wait, Mr. Dennison. <laughs> You'll be there. Uh, keep waiting. Uh, until then, keep listening to our podcast. All right. See you guys at the next wedding. <laughs> this will be.